0: Thanks for tuning in. One of the things that makes Outcasting and its related programming possible is financial support from listeners like you. Please visit us at outcastingmedia.org and click on support to make your tax-deductible contribution. Thanks.
1: This is Outcasting Overtime, from Media for the Public Good, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Isha, an Outcasting youth participant. On this edition... Outcaster Justin talks about an experience he had being bullied for being gay.
0: I had a very rough middle school experience. I had a lot of family issues, and I didn't have a good sense of what being Black meant in my own life, let alone my sexuality and gender expression. By the time I was in sixth grade, I had learned that there were LGBTQ people through social media and TV shows. But I still didn't know anyone in my life who was gay, bi, or anything other than straight. At the time, I thought I was straight, but I felt that LGBTQ equality was very important. I wasn't scared to be feminine or act stereotypically gay in school because I believed I was straight. In my general music class, I made friends with this boy, thinking nothing of it. We talked casually in class and laughed at the jokes we made together. But one day in class, he started to kick the back of my chair and annoy me for no reason. I told him to stop a few times, but he wouldn't listen. When I turned around and asked him to stop again, he said, What are you going to do about it, queer? When he said this, it hurt much more than I thought it would have. I had been bullied when I was in second grade, but at that point, I was, for the most part, just a happy, loud kid, so when I was bullied back then, I didn't think about it very much and kept going with my day. But this time, it was different. This boy kept yelling at me, and each time he called me queer and used the F word, it hurt more and more. I was so confused about why he was calling me all these slurs and why it hurt me so much. Other students had made fun of me and my friends, but as long as I was in a group with them, I usually brushed it off. But this was a direct one-on-one attack, and his words stuck with me. He was like any other middle school boy, immature, funny, and nice. He wasn't the angry type. So why was he yelling at me and calling me these names? I got overwhelmed and started to cry. My music teacher took me outside when she saw me crying and asked me what was happening and how she could help. I explained what he had said and done, and she looked very concerned about me and about the situation. There wasn't much class time left, so she let me leave class early, but I saw her take the boy outside to talk to him. The next day in gym class, I came out of the locker room, and he asked if he could sit down and talk to me. I reluctantly said yes, and he apologized to me. It caught me off guard. It seemed that my teacher had told him to apologize to me, but also that he seemed to know what he did was wrong. He was very remorseful and empathetic. This was the first time that someone had bullied me to tears, and the first time a bully apologized to me. I was 11 at the time, and it really affected me, because I had never faced blatant homophobia like this before. It hurt me a lot, but it helped that I had learned online about LGBTQ people. In particular, I was lucky to have a supportive teacher by my side. Some kids are not as fortunate as I was. When they get bullied, they have to go through it alone, without any help from an adult or comfort from the internet. The Trevor Project, an LGBTQ youth suicide hotline, reported that LGBTQ youth who have at least one accepting adult in their life are 40% less likely to have attempted suicide in the past year. They also report that only 43% of LGBTQ youth have shared their sexual orientation with a teacher or guidance counselor. For me, that's a really hard pill to swallow. It truly shows how fragile and impressionable young kids can be and how difficult it is to even find an adult to trust and how having just one accepting and supportive adult can change the direction of an LGBTQ child's life. Looking back, my experiences with bullying taught me a lot. They taught me how to handle bullies and how to help others if they're getting bullied. They also taught me forgiveness and added to my maturity. I recently reached out to that music teacher, and she told me that I tried to play it off like it didn't bother me. And I can see now how much it did hurt me. But I've grown since then. I understand that I didn't do anything wrong and that nothing about my identity is wrong. I also understand how lucky I was, and still am, to have supportive adults behind me. Shouldn't all kids have a supportive adult in their life like I did?
1: Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Outcasting Media, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Outcasting Media is a production of Media for the Public Good based in New York. Our executive producer is Mark Sophus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to outcasting and related content. You can also find outcasting on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and other podcast platforms. Thanks, and thanks for listening.